You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. For this episode, we'll be talking about Rahul Dev Berman, Shalimar. On the line, I have Rob. Cha-cha-cha. Ben. Cha-cha-cha. And John. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> Shalimar by Rahul Dev Berman was released in 1978, not 1975. Okay. Uh, <laughs> on the Polygram India label, and the genre is Indian. The producer is Artie Berman and Bapti Lahiri. And I'm going to read from the book, John Lewis. From the infancy of the Indian movie industry, Hindi movies borrowed from music from around the world, not only using Indian folk and classical music, but liberally stealing from Italian opera, German polka, Cuban rumba, Brazilian samba, bebop, and early rock and roll. No one stole quite as cleverly or intelligently as... R.D. Berman, a music director who dominated Bollywood soundtracks for much of the 1960s and 70s. Like his illustrious father, S.D. Berman, R.D. Berman was a jazz fan, but he also borrowed heavily from funk, soul, psychedelic rock as the plot lines of mainstream Bollywood movies flirted with racy, youthful themes. R.D. Berman's modish soundtracks cranked up the wah-wah guitars, Motown beats, Latin percussion, and vocals of his wife, Ashi Basholi. All right. What do we think of Shalimar by R.D. Berman? It's one of the more interesting things that we've listened to uh, as of recent. And that's saying a lot because we've listened to some really good stuff. This I had no idea what to expect with this. And it exceeded all of my ideas of what I expected. <laughs> this fucking record's great. <laughs> Are there, do you have high points on it, Rob? Since um, it is like ver- various artists, I guess. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't even know. Like the, but uh, I mine was completely out of order because uh, the way that I was listening to it was a MP3 that just kind of like spat out everything, like according to like what the artist was, and I put it into a uh, uh, just a playlist. So I'm not exactly sure what the order's supposed to be, but no, I I I really like the cha cha cha. I thought that was a uh, a high point. Uh, so was. Um, the baby let's dance together was a fucking high point. The title music is dope. I don't know. Like <laughs> I really love the title music. Yeah. That title, title music is amazing. So yeah. unique and interesting. Like I, have you guys ever listened to handsome boy modeling school? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I heard title music and I was like, where have I heard this? Like, synthed out like Wawa opener before. And I was like, I couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Looked on who sampled, couldn't find it. 
and then looked deeper and found out that it was actually the start of a song that I don't really like on the Handsome Boy Modeling School uh, 2004 album. But like, once you hear that intro, it, it's in your brain forever. Like, you can't miss it. <laughs> you just don't know where you heard it. <laughs> they just they used it as an intro. Yeah, it was kind of a sample that they chucked into a, a song called "The Hours." Yeah, it was also on the Method Man, Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, uh, Meth versus Chef Two. Yeah, that was one of the later the later woos. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember hearing it on the Handsome Boy, and I was like, "Damn, this is this is great." I mean, you always it's funny we're doing this project, and you always wonder like, "Oh, where did they get that sample?" Like Incredible Bongo Band, and here's the source. Here it comes. Right? <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, have you have you guys you guys have seen a Bollywood movie? Yes. No, only like on in the background when I'm at Duction. So if you ever watch a whole Bollywood movie. And I don't know if this is fair to say about the whole genre, but of the few that I've seen, they are kind of a blend of everything. Like it's an action movie. It's a love story. It's a comedy. It's a supernatural thriller. And so musically in this album, and maybe because of R.D. Berman, like you've got all these ideas like at once, as many as you can, like tied together with swooping strings and it works like there's just so much going on. I thought it was really interesting that there's so many ideas within each song. It's not just, I mean, obviously that probably benefits from having multiple artists and, and, and sort of genres it's skipping through, but every single song had some sort of surprise. It was like the, uh, the OS Mutantes that we're doing the Tropicalia kind of stuff where it just had everything. As soon as you thought, Oh, I get this song. There would be another little like uh, hit of music that would just really take you out of what you what you were expecting. And speaking of, I guess, Os Mutantes. So assuming that the, the book's wrong and the soundtrack did come out in 78 because that's when the movie came out. Does this especially songs like One, Two, Cha Cha Cha. Does that sound like 1978 to no, you? It sounds, it like, sounds like 1968. Man. Yeah. It sounds like Austin Powers goes to India, which makes a lot of sense just with the slow, just with how music travels though, like a, a different country, like especially before the internet, like cha 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 absolutely is like <laughs> dates from the sixties, but it doesn't feel it in, in this. I don't know. Um, I, the, it makes sense that this is a soundtrack, but all, honestly, like it reminded me of a Tarantino soundtrack quite a bit. Like a lot of this shit could have been picked up for just about any one of like his films that he had done. Um, yeah, I could hear that. I, I don't know if that makes any sense. It <laughs> does. He's obsessed with 1960s Italian, and this is borrowing hev- heavily from 1960s Italian, like mod stuff. So, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, it's it's very mod. Oh, yeah. just mm-hmm. like like a decade off <laughs> Absolutely, yeah it's a throwback. But, but digested like in the uh like into the indian consciousness which is my favorite part about like music when it jumps continents is just like how it's digested and then reinterpreted i i thoroughly enjoyed this i had no idea what it was going to be <laughs> Sake, 
हम ंग You know, and then they'll use it for the movie, and the actor will lip sync it. Right. So, like, there's okay. different women doing different vocals, and none of them are the actors. <laughs> right. So, like, this song is by uh, Kishore Kumar, who I think has uh, done a lot of stuff with Artie Berman, and uh, you know, he's just a famous playback artist. Uh, just an interesting kind of character. Uh, apparently, his voice was sought after because the way he sung he would hit the mic where it was most sensitive like that's just how he projected his voice oh cool i heard there was like there was like one what 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 do you call it uh what what do you call the 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 style like playover playback playback i i've heard that there's like one indian woman who's like very old now if she's still alive who did did like a huge percentage of all the the playback uh for like the for the actresses in the movies yeah i think and you're talking about on one of the songs here and i'm gonna murder the title i know wahi retahai uh that's by lata mangishkar and at is one that her time, yeah that that's that's the person who at one point in time guinness uh book of world records is like this is the most recorded artist of all time <laughs> Like they sung 25,000 different songs. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, they did some, you know, data polling and later it was determined that there was somebody else who sang more, but yeah, I mean, she sang a bunch. <laughs> so, re- regardless of all the like musicians and singers that you have in this, it's the orchestration by R.D. Berman and the percussion by Kersey Lord that makes this album so wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just bonkers. <laughs> In, in such a good way. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm really into this. This is. Do you I, think that uh, this this album is in the book kind of to to represent the the genre or like the, the scene yeah. of like the, the Bollywood music? I, I think so, because I mean, the book has it as Shalimar slash college girl. Now we did we did a in the book. It does say Shalimar is only available on CD with the soundtrack to college girl. So. It is Shalimar. I've seen it on other lists that it's not counting College Girl, um, right? As the album that you're supposed to hear, but but the runtime on here does say 72 minutes. I think they just, yeah, 100 percent. They wanted to acknowledge like Bollywood and the influence and you know the sh- sort of overall genre. And this is absolutely, I think, a placeholder uh, for a lot of the that. That makes sense. I I thought it was kind of strange that uh, that an album that the the book considers essential listening doesn't have its own release. You know, it, it's only available with another album. Doesn't have its own like Wikipedia page. Doesn't have like I was like really like ha-? like I'm listening to. I'm like yes, this is this is really cool. Are they all this cool, or is there a reason that this one is so essential? You know, like. I can't say like Artie Berman cranked out dozens of these, right? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know any of his other works. Um and I, I don't know if this is just the standout of his stuff or if it just happens to be the 
you know, what the, happens the soundtrack, at this point. No, the soundtrack isn't even mentioned on R.D. Berman's Wikipedia page. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> now, I did find out that it, at the time it was the most expensive movie ever made in India. It was a, a caper movie okay. with uh, gadgets, like chase sequences, <laughs> standard action shots. So I guess it was a I, I think it was a real like a really big deal. It was an unheard of sort of production at the time. I am also surprised that this album is not more prevalent. I don't know, more. It wasn't a big seller and the movie was a flop. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah that's, that, whatever we're listening to right now absolutely sounds like Sergio Leone. Yeah. Uh, is this Countess's Caper? Uh, yeah, sorry. You know, in, in Morricone, uh, this, this sounds like a, uh, a spaghetti Western. Absolutely. Like Italian or like Spanish Toreador horns. Like it's, it's very triumphant. Yeah. Very Sergio Leone, which is then very Tarantino. Yeah. So, but all these back like some sick, like sneaky jazzy heist music. Like the movie's about kind of a heist. I would like maybe, to watch this movie. Maybe we should try to find it and maybe do a little, uh, a little streaming party of it. Birch. We might need to, we might, just need to watch College Girl also because it's probably packaged together. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the actors were Rex Harrison, John Saxon, and Sylvia Miles, the Western actors who were in it. Okay. Who had their voices dubbed. <laughs> <laughs> by uh, by Lada Mangashar. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All, three. All three of them. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny you were mentioning before that this is kind of it's sort of one of those studio things where they just crank out the, you know, the production or the movie or whatever. But this album has so much character. I can't imagine just running into a studio doing the songs and being, you know, it feels like there's a lot more going on here. Like there was a lot more thought that went into these songs. Maybe I haven't seen enough Bollywood movies, but, uh, you know, I feel like these are very unique. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I'm i still just, like, giddy at how good this is. <laughs> and, uh, again, like, occasionally this al- the, the, this book gives, um, even though it's a, it's a little three years early, according to our chrono- <laughs> chronology here. But uh, it's super fun. <laughs> this This is a ridiculously fun soundtrack. That yeah. I would recommend to anybody. So many interesting sounds, like just being played, like the way that they're doing the bass on this, like what Nag Devata song. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's sick. It's just this thick, like just chunky, very simple bass, but it's so good. Yeah, that sort of, uh, what would you say that is, Ben? It's almost like a, a drumstick sort of like falling yeah, on the Yeah, it's like the, if you just let side. it like fall loosely onto a drum, it just like kind of buzzes, like. Brr. You yeah. know, oh, so good. That's so the sort drop of thing a ball that, into a bowl. Yeah, <laughs> that's the sort of thing that I just 
and people are going to pick up on this like thievery corporation and all those like people who uh make loot do loops later on i mean this is this is gold for that yeah i i have designs honestly for <laughs> for taking some samples off of this shit it's it's so so good uh do i need to go around the room i don't are think we, so are, are, are we good? I, i'm gonna give it a positive it's growing on me but the, i the, my positive review is kind of upon like the last couple listens, like two and three or three and four out of four. I guess I, it just took a little bit for it to 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 seep in with me, like uh, the, all these different parts that you guys have been pointing out and stuff. I don't know. Like normally, like when when a soundtrack is in this book, I kind of I I've got high expectations for it because it's a soundtrack. It's not kind of its own thing. I want like some kind of like cohesive statement or like like Superfly, or even like uh, like something like Shaft is cohesive like musically through the whole thing. And this like since it's various artists, I was having trouble with that, but I'm getting over it. And also, I guess like does various artists mean just like different vocalists? Is Artie Berman is he the writer of these songs? I don't know if he wrote all of the songs. Uh, he definitely arranged them and sort of okay. made the the soundscapes. He's like, okay, we'll put in the the bass here. We'll put in the guitars here. We want this kind of tabla. We want this Congo. But you know, and then he had this other guy, Kersey Lord K E R S I, who did all the percussion on the tracks, and that really is a huge part of these tracks as well. But I don't think he wrote the lyrics. I think those were kind of maybe written by a, a team or other persons. And then of course, performed by a variety of male and female vocalists. Right. And regardless, it's every time I listen to it, I'm picking up on more stuff. I definitely, I need to spend more time with this record. It's, it's, it's interesting enough that it's worth the time. And, uh, and I, it's an enjoyable listen. I'm going to go ahead and give it a positive. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm the same way. Uh, uh, it didn't necessarily, well, I can't say it didn't grab me right away because I, I was reading about, you know, okay, Bollywood soundtrack and in my mind, I, I've, like I said, I've seen some Bollywood or I've heard some Bollywood soundtracks and I'm not a real big fan of the type of music that Bollywood soundtracks have. And this was unlike any of that. I, like I was saying before, Os Mutantes and it just borrowed heavily from all different genres, but put its own little twist and spin on it. And that's, that's, that's amazing. It's, it's great. Plus the beats are, are solid, solid yeah, beats. <laughs> Johnny, what you think? Oh, I, I thought it was assumed. Yeah, uh, no, a hundred percent. I back this. I, I stand this. I'm all on it. Uh, I love it. It's, it sounds, it's a very interesting thing when you say, okay, I'm going to take elements that are, old and that you've heard a million times in psychedelic music or in classic 60s rock and I'm going to take them over to India and chop them up and I'm going to process them funky and I'm going to put some tabla and conga and it's an old sound made new and in a new way and I love it. I'm all about it. It's rad. (laughs) It's definitely the kind of stuff that I could see being chopped and sampled beautifully. (laughs) And I'm not sure if I'm getting the psychedelia you guys are talking about all I think that may even apply to the psychedelia aspect is the fact that there's a sitar and that's just going to be a thing that you have in India. I'm not the sitar sure. definitely evokes the psychedelic movement, but I, I was f- hearing more like mod than psychedelia. I was there's some wah. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess wah could be applied to it. 
I don't know, man. It, this, yeah, just just listen to this wonderful soundtrack. It's <laughs> it's so good, and uh, yeah, uh, a plus. I'm I'm glad the book it's in the book, even though it's three years early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, surprising one from the book. Yeah. All right. Next time we're going to be talking about Neil Young. Tonight's the night. All right. Thanks, y'all.